0: Okay, you all right? Mm-hmm. Any more yawns? <laughs> Never can tell. You got any, got any more yawns you got to I mean, maybe, All right, yeah. here we go. Let's do the, the hand clap. <laughs> the hand clap for synchronization. This is the Frank and French Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frey. I like it when you're here, Catherine. Me
1: too. It's been
0: a long time. It feels like forever. Your hair looks lighter to it me. It is
1: lighter, but I haven't actually lightened it yet.
0: Oh, this is just a this growing out
1: natural lightning. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, wow! Oh, it's with yeah. the Baton Rouge flavor. You <laughs> spend a lot of time out in the sun. Well, I you do. look you yeah. look lovely as always. Thank you. And I appreciate you being here as we uh, crank through October, or as we call it. Rocktober. I don't call it Rocktober. My friend calls it Rocktober. I just He sent me a text yesterday or the day before says, "Hey FM, how's Rocktober going?" Nice. So, um, Knox Rocktober? That's good. Noxto- Knoxtober. Rock- How come <laughs> they
1: haven't done Knoxtober. Knoxtober would be good. Who had... Yeah.
0: I mean, seriously, if um, if the people down at Visit Knoxville weren't too busy knocking my radio station off the air, then...
1: Uh, Maybe <laughs> they, we would share. By, by, by painting
0: the sun sphere, they keep, <laughs> they keep blocking our antenna.
1: <laughs> Terrible.
0: <laughs> but if they... Anyway, then uh, take that one there. Knoxtober. Uh, come on.
1: Knoxtober. anyone? Good. Anyone? i take it. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh, but you can please do subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, especially the uh, Frank and Friends show on YouTube. It's, um, well, I guess if you're watching this, all you have to do is hit subscribe. And ring the smashed. bell for notifications. I took, Smash the, that I took the bell away because, I know, I know. I mean, you can have it back. I should. I
1: miss it. You should it, have it just for me.
0: It's over there in the den. And Ding! I'll, I'll Smash mention that, that button momentarily. But also, uh, please do go to our merch store and buy stuff like the uh, the mug, um, the towel, which I've put out of reach again.
1: There's cell phone cases, hats.
0: The bucket. Sarah brought her. <laughs> Sarah Roberto bought a bucket hat. Did she? Bought, or nice. says she did. She claims to have. But the one did show up in the... Um, in the cart or the... In the yeah, in the, in the thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm thank you for that $6 or whatever I got off of that. Love it. I appreciate it. Uh, so that was great news. So I'm anxious to see the bucket hat that she claims to have purchased. I
1: hope she wears it.
0: I mean, it's... I don't know if... will.
1: I mean, you know.
0: Would you wear it if you bought one?
1: If I bought a bucket hat... You I, I don't see I as mean, to me, as, the me. Bucket,
0: as a bucket girl.
1: Right, yeah. You know? I'd have to add, like, a flower or something and I
0: kind of do, more, like, a throwback. We need a different hat for you. We need uh, the ponytail hat or...
1: Yeah, or maybe just, like, a... What do they call them? Like, a fascinator? Yes. You know?
0: Can you... A ma- Frank
1: and Friends fascinator? How do we not already have that,
0: Catherine?
1: I don't know, but we should. (laughs) That I would
0: wear. Yes, you would. All right, well, we need to work on that ASAP. Uh, So appreciate all of those things. Well, I mentioned the den. Did you happen to notice as you drove in? Actually, you probably didn't notice anything. Because when Catherine arrives, it's like Batman driving back into the Batcave. (laughs) Because... You know, Batman doesn't want to be seen out on the road, 14 miles from Gotham City. I mean, if if someone were to follow him, they would know the location of the secret Batcave under Stately Wayne Manor. So, they go tearing into the Batcave, you know, (laughs) blinders on, (laughs) which is much like Freddy arriving in the driveway. Nice. So. (laughs) True. You must see me pull up. But that's what I'm wondering, did you happen to notice... The the family across the street. I did not. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, in my yeah. den, which is where the bell is and where you know I keep the mugs and all the other things when we're you're not keeping
1: the family from across the street in your den. No,
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got. You're right. I did say that. Okay, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
1: they're they so t- lovely. Are they tied up? Like they're what's happening? Here?
0: Here? No, yeah, they're, they're fine. They're just enjoying themselves. <sighs> They, came, they, they sold me a school coupon book. They came over and I oh. bought, Jerry and I bought a nice. school coupon book. Do nice. you have a Marble City Opera coupon in here?
1: I don't. That would be fun.
0: Why not? Dollar off.
1: We should do a dollar off in the Marble City as a, in the coupon book
0: for the kids. Why not? That'd be great. Anyway, mm. the, but the kids across the street, they came over and uh, I don't really need it. Um, this is a side story. I'll tell that in a moment. But anyway, the family across the street, they they went out there and they built scarecrow Model scarecrows of themselves. Okay. So, but they're very—I mean, I guess size accurate. Okay. They took their actual clothing, and they didn't—they didn't go get old clothes. They took something from their actual wardrobe, and the mother, the father, and the two children are sitting out there on a bale of hay as as straw people. Okay. Nice. And but there's the straw people are staring in my den window, <laughs> if they had eyes. That's so a little creepy. If they had eyes, they'd yeah. be looking at me. But what the weird thing is, is I walk through the den multiple times a day because to get from I mean, the, to get to the radio yeah. equipment is in one room you know, to the next. I, yeah, yeah, constantly. I'm in and out and in and yeah. every time I walk through, I'm like, oh, you know, who's looking? That's what I see <laughs> out of the corner of your eye. You no, see not these? even the corner. I mean, when you go around, <laughs> it's a straight-on view of the of the Straw family. Staring at you, and they're like doing a, a pose, you know. And and they're might, they're obviously clearly have artistic talent in that family because it's not that they're not just they don't look dead. That's they good. look re- they look like posed. Alive? Yeah. Oh, I don't know oh. how they did it.
1: I don't know how I missed that.
0: Well, you'll see it on your way out, I'm sure. But just be careful, don't j- just veer off the road it might <laughs> in shock. <laughs> But they, they did try to they come over. we they, they were going to ring the doorbell. We saw them come. Actually, they did ring the doorbell. Did I tell nice. you this? No. They did ring the doorbell. And I was upstairs. Um, I was going out for, somewhere, so I was showering late in the day after working outside. And uh, I hear the doorbell, and I come down, and I say to Jerry, who rang? Who was the doorbell? She says, I didn't answer it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were hiding?
0: Uh, is Jer- I was in the shower. I wasn't And Jerry hiding. was hiding. Jerry just decided she didn't want to answer it, because usually gotcha. that's my job. I see. When the solicitors come, especially on Saturdays. Yes. Um, it's my job to answer the door and deal with them. You know,
1: speaking of solicitors, I just had a couple of random guys show up in Baton Rouge at my door. I get a ding dong, and I'm actually on a Marvel City Opera Zoom call. And Sasha starts barking and losing her mind. And I go to the door, and there's just these two guys out there, yeah. just like wearing regular clothes, just like some shorts and t shirts, something not like unlike this, but no branding or anything like that. Oh, yeah,
0: so if they're Mormon, they'd be wearing the, the uniform. Right. You think you'd and, recognize like, that. You know, hello. Right. I'm Elder Smith. Yeah. Or
1: if they're like with a company, you'd think they'd have some sort of branding on them. Yeah, right.
0: Like the pest control people or so the. I assume
1: they're looking for somebody else, and uh, I ask if I can help them, and they're there for like some security, but I was like, you know, I'll just take a card. They asked me if they could come back. I'm like, I'm on a business meeting.
0: They're a security
1: company? They were like a security company. I'm like, well, I think I need security from y'all. Yes. (laughs) Who are you?
0: You totally do. Well, they Ah. have gotten that. I've gotten the various roofing scams and all these other things, Mm -hmm. but the doorbell rings, and and so... Jerry doesn't answer. I don't know this yet because I'm get, I'm out of the shower. I guess I'm getting dressed. I'm able to look out the door and window upstairs and I see the nice family walking away. So I yell down, was it the nice family? And Jerry says, I don't know. I didn't answer. So uh, a week later, we, we're out uh, checking the mail. We're about to leave to go somewhere and we see them walking toward us and they start talking to Jerry, and I'm like, I know what this is. I just get the $20 out of my wallet, and I just come over and I hand it to him. I say, look, here, nice family. We will buy your scoop coupon book.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, and I wanted to make sure I got it on the first day. That way, I will be able to go the maximum number of days without using it. Because, like everyone else...
1: You're never going to use this? No, like
0: see. everyone else well, in Knoxville, you, you forget about it until August 15th, when it's two weeks left to go before the sure. expiration date. And then you try to madly use them during August.
1: Well, you know what? what James and I do is we take them and we go through it immediately and we pull out all of the things that we would most likely use, like...
0: And Nice Family said...
1: Lakeside Tavern.
0: Where's that? Is that near you?
1: You've not been to Lakeside Tavern on North Shore?
0: Uh, That's great. Um, I don't know. It's
1: on the lake. It's beautiful and it tastes, and
0: the food is not, delicious. I've been, it there used to be a different Lakeside Tavern somewhere. Or no, it was Parkside Tavern. It was they That's, closed that. Yeah. All right.
1: So I would just cut this out and put it in my wallet and then when we show up...
0: Boom. Have a coupon. Well, the Nice Family said to let them know if we have any favorite coupons, and I said, and vice versa. They'll let us know if they have any favorite coupons, because if they are... Let's say, for example, uh, there's a grocery store coupon in here that they might not use or that I might not use. Yeah, we just give them to each yeah, other. I thought that was smart. a good deal. I'll make that's the same deal with you if you want. Great. I'll just throw this one out. But I'm seeing places in here that Jerry goes to and probably has already been to since since then uh, yeah she goes to Salsarita's sometimes
1: see at Salsarita's you can get five dollars off the fiesta pack
0: well she's not gonna buy a fiesta pack or a free kids meal she's not gonna buy a kids meal
1: well you wouldn't have to it's free so but just what, get something and then get the free kids with, meal. Oh, with
0: regular entree purchase and then what do you do you just give it to some kid are in a restaurant
1: or you can give it to you <laughs>
0: Oh, so because you're eating
1: less, right? The, so you I, get the kids'
0: meal. I'm on the. To, <laughs> I won't. I won't reveal all the secrets, but I am on the Richard Jenny diet program. If uh, the poor, oh, he was a good guy, mm. the late great Richard Jenny comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm Google his uh, before he passed his diet program, and see if uh, if you also want to go on the Richard Jenny diet.
1: I think the kids' meal program sounds fun. One diet time, program. one
0: time we booked Richard Jenny to to stand up at a. Um, a rock concert in um, Inland Empire, California for KLOS. And we haven't in kind of filled between... We had ZZ Top was the headliner, and yes. I remember Billy Bob Thornton showed up because he was friends with ZZ Top, so That's the two fine. of them are hanging. And talking about Skinny, that they were both... He and Billy Gibbons were just, just like anorexic thin at yeah. the time. It was frightening. Yeah. But we sent Richard Jenny out there to do his set, but nobody told... The uh, sound tech people, because they are doing the drum check, you know, and which is the most annoying of all sound checks. Sure, they pound the drum and they go one two, and they pound the drum. and They go check check. and They pound the drum during Richard Jenny's comedy, oh, and he wow. got. I mean, I hate. I, he was annoyed, and it was my. I booked him, and I, I. All I could do is apologize and say, I can't explain it why they're doing a a drum check during your comedy set between two other rock bands. Yeah, that doesn't make
1: any sense. It doesn't make
0: any sense. So I feel bad, but he's dead now, so I can't do anything about it.
1: No, no more apologizing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about you, Catherine Frady, what have you been up to?
1: I've been up to a lot, you know, working. Mostly, you know, discovering that everything decides to fall apart at the same time. <laughs> so my computer died. Oh, no. Did you I,
0: get it? Wait, is that a different one?
1: No, this is the same one. Oh. It's resurrected. Okay. Okay. But not af- until after I bought another computer did oh. this one start to work. So. I'll,
0: buy your, I'll buy the new one from you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. at, a, at a deep discount.
1: Do you have a coupon in there?
0: <laughs> Let me write one. Frady's Computer Services.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, then my fire alarm went off. Like, the battery died.
0: Oh, is this... You wrote this... Um, inc- I wish I could the say... Facebook I post. wish I could say I read more than half of it, but I probably didn't. Oh, uh, it But it was... Yeah. Uh, it, was yeah. it was well done. Tell me the story. I figured... I'd rather hear it from you than read it. Yeah.
1: So basically, you know, fire alarms always, like, die in the middle of the night for some reason. You know, the batteries never, like, stop working in the middle of the day.
0: Well, they do, but we're just not home to hear them.
1: Maybe. So it's 530 in the morning and it starts chirping. Oh my goodness. Sasha wakes up and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that the fire alarm? And Most people don't consider again. that the
0: middle of the night.
1: I know. You do. I do. Correct. That's what this story is all
0: about. <laughs> you, 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 you.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So I get up, I go find a ladder. The ceilings are very high, so I can't reach it. I discovered I was very short. Um. So I tried to climb up on top of a dresser. All right, yeah. You know, I was, like, using a. <laughs> so I climbed Wait, the where's ladder. James?
0: Is he 500 yeah. miles away?
1: Yeah, he's 500 okay. miles away. All right. So I climb up on the ladder, climb up on the dresser. I'm on my knees. I finally get, like, it popped off. Yeah. You know, and it's not only connect Like, the battery's not only dead, but it's connected by wires, and it's still beeping. Well, then how...
0: If it's a, not a battery-operated smoke alarm, why is it beeping?
1: Right. There's no battery in it anymore, and it's connected to the wires, and it's still beeping.
0: You took a battery out of it? Yeah. Okay. And
1: it was still beeping. <laughs> and so, before I decided... Re- once I realized I was afraid of heights when I was up there I is decided a condo, it was time to get down
0: condo type situation no it's a little oh. house yeah but is there is it multi uh, are there multiple families there right? are yeah so I'm wondering yeah, yeah. if the if the um, the wiring would then trigger a main fire alarm back to you know Good. The what would you call it? The Baton Rouge BRFD. (laughs) It sounds so fake. (laughs) (laughs) BRFD. uh, Yeah, I mean, I do think
1: you made that up. So
0: I did. (laughs) (laughs) What do they call Baton Rouge Fire Department? Yeah, BRFD. I guess it just sounds like something Andy Griffith would say. Yeah, well, BRFD. (laughs) But. Yeah, I don't know. All right.
1: So, anyway, the fire department did not show up, and okay. I decided I should not just pull the wires out of the ceiling. No, no, no. <laughs> so, I'm, like, Googling online how I can turn this off. It suggests turning off the power to the, you know, to the room. Wait, call so, the I is Isn't there a landlord? No, there's no landlord. Oh, so, I turn there's no off the power. There's no nobody. There's no there's nobody. Oh. And it's 530 in the morning. Catherine, no middle one's of the night. Middle of the, middle night. Of the night. So, <laughs> I decided, Sasha's freaking out by this point. It's still beeping. You I'm should like, put Sasha up there. You know? Slowly. Exactly. It's for you. I decided to take her on a walk. Oh. And it's like 6 a.m. It was one of those mornings where there had been a full moon the night before. Mm-hmm. And it was really big on one side. Now it's traveled to the other side.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the weirdest thing happened when I was out there walking. What? You... There yeah. were other people. <laughs>
0: In the middle of the night?
1: In the middle of the night, there were people running, and they were like, some people were dressed and getting in their car, and other people were talking to each other, and like the dogs were out there. You're out there in your
0: house coat and fuzzy slippers?
1: Yeah, I was so confused. (laughs) I was like, what are you all doing? (laughs) And then the sun started coming up on one side. It's
0: horrific. horrific. (laughs) It was. Imagine.
1: Yeah, I was definitely, I decided I was a tourist at 6 a.m. I really am. I started taking photos. Wait, your birthday's
0: at the end of March, right? Yes. So wait, then when is my I thought that was Pisces. My wife's Pisces. I'm an Aries. Oh, I don't okay, so I guess I lost track. But Taurus is a joke. Taurus. I have no idea what you're talking about A (laughs) Taurus. you picked up such a thick Baton Rouge accent.
1: You couldn't understand me. But I
0: thought you were talking about the Zodiac. No. I thought you were saying that you're moving your birthday to be a Taurus. No. Is what I thought you were saying. That is
1: not what I was saying. What I was saying is that I'm a tourist. Tourist. Tourist.
0: I apologize for my mis... <laughs> I'm like, how did we get
1: to like Aries and Taurus and Pisces? No. <laughs> A traveler, a time traveler. Okay. <laughs> Six a.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you fooled oh, me. Oh my goodness! You oh, totally goodness. fooled me. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, have you have I talked to you since I've changed radio stations?
1: Yeah, a little bit. It
0: happens. Uh, every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was meaning to bring it up more on the show. Um, the I think I mentioned briefly that the, the you know our studios in the sun sphere were affected by the painting of right. the sun sphere. Right. Well. Uh, the station flipped around some antennas and some frequencies and some formats so the station I was on which was 104.1 we called it 1049 Lake FM I don't even know what I call it. Late 104 nine, I can't remember. Lake I, FM. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's out of my head anymore. I had to forget sure. how to say the words because the station's gone. And now I need to remember to say 70s and 80s hits 105. I can't even say it now. 70s and 80s hits fun 105.9. Fun
1: 105.9. Yeah. I like it.
0: So it's it plays, you know, as I mentioned, yeah. 70s and 80s hits. But it's a, a little bit of a learning curve, so i got to do that. And if you want to check that out, uh, you know, or if you're wondering whatever happened to Lake FM, it's gone. Uh The company switched it to, you might like this, um, 90s and 2000s throwbacks. Nice. So my friend Becca, who is your age, um, loves it. But she's a little top 40 gal. I mean, they're not going to play any opera from the 90s or 2000s. Sure. But. (laughs) What would that even be? Those those, ones that you make us listen to. (laughs) I know. Those are modern operas from the 90s (laughs) and 2000s. (laughs)
1: Here's you know, Carlisle Floyd, you know, Susanna. You know, atonal <laughs> and stuff In the 90s and 2000s hits. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I did hear a super pretentious classical DJ in my travels. I can't even did mention it. Did you? Yeah, I, I can't it's even, terrible. I can't even get into any details right now because it's, it's... too it, much. Yeah, I don't want them to find out. But <laughs> <laughs> might be someone we know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so anyway, you might line to that. That's on 104.9, and now I'm on 105.9, which for you uh, hardcore, you can also listen to on AM nice.
1: 1400. Nice. Oh, okay. AM 1400. Or, or the
0: app. I, I don't even have... Most of the radios I have in the house Mm -hmm. are AM radios that are antique.
1: Oh, nice. Like that would be fun.
0: Like my father, my grandfather, um, and my daughter gave me one that she bought at an antiques fair. But they're AM radios, so I actually have tuned in AM 1400 on those. But around the house, if I want to just listen to myself on FM, I end up using the app on the phone. Sure. Because it's easier. So do that. All right. That's my plug for the radio station. Uh, Let's do a plug for BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Kevin, have you missed all the bone zones commercials I
1: have missed all of them Well here I'm so excited
0: please enjoy the I love the wearing hat.
1: these hats they are so nice
0: it's uh, a <laughs> it's long sleeve t-shirt season I think it is and um, and this is
1: perfect for Halloween you know yeah I could, that could be my
0: I could wear that costume you could. I, I don't really need a Halloween costume I don't think I could just wear that yeah um, and I could as a Halloween decoration I probably could have left the skull actually I put the skull away. You could
1: also wear this for UT.
0: Oh, on the, when they're doing... Game days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past weekend was um, Checkerboard Newland, so that's white and orange, but they, don't they do a black and orange?
1: I think they probably do, yeah.
0: Or a blackout game around Halloween every year? Exactly. Oh, they started it a couple of years ago. Um, so be sure to get the somebody. books. Now, I have to study up, actually, between now and Thursday, I have to study up a little bit on the history of the body farm, and I'm... Um, I have my uh, PowerPoint presentation mostly done. Okay. But I need to tweak it. Uh, there's a couple. I have a, came up with some new ideas to, nice. to tweak into it. Because I was on Thursday night at the public library in Von Orr. Um, 7 p.m., I'll be doing a presentation on the history of the body farm that was uh, scheduled by the folks at Bone Zones. So if you want, I think it's free admission, but they'll be selling all this stuff.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's
0: how, you know, that's how they're going to make their money off of it, uh, selling the books, and they're autographed. All these books that I'm holding up are actually autographed by the one and only Dr. Bill Bass.
1: And what's nice on the T-shirt? This one's is
0: also written by John Jefferson. It's a double autographed.
1: It also has all of the books that you can get on the back of the T-shirt. Yeah, including these Death two
0: Acre. that I'm holding. A Acre is That's the it. first one. It's nonfiction, like the origins of the body form, uh, and then some interesting stories. Carved in Bone is similar in that it's the first in the non in, first in the novel series, the body form fiction series, where Doctor Barakton... Dr. Brockton. Dr. Brockton is in this one, and he's not a real person. He's kind of more like John Jefferson than he's like Bill Bass. But he's a fun character, and he goes on adventures and that's fun. does things.
1: So, remind me, South since France. you're doing the history of, of, the, body farm. of the Body Farm, when mm-hmm. was the Body Farm founded, originated?
0: Well, uh, technically, I would say 1981, but. Uh, Dr. Bass came here in 1971 from Kansas mm-hmm. and uh, immediately realized that he needed to study dead bodies. So the original original story of the body farm involved them uh, an old sow barn um, where the Holston and the French Broad rivers come together. Okay. And the, UT was an agricultural, you know, institution, so they had this old uh, sow barn, and it still smelled like, you know, sows and they gave it to Dr. Bass to put some dead bodies on and then he said, look, Dean, I need, better. I need a better deal, I need a better land. Um, and that's how he got the land behind the hospital. Nice. Uh, and that became the body farm. Really, that one opened, so the, the one that we know opened in 81. And yeah, it didn't become famous until Patricia Cornwell wrote about it in the 90s. And that's when people um, protested and complained about it. You know, it had been there for several years. And they, right, and you know, had they had no idea. right? They discovered it. right? So, and one of the uh, series of photos I have for the uh, PowerPoint presentation is a guy decomposing. So, <laughs> I think most... I oh think, dear. I think that's what they want to see, right? If you're coming to I a mean, history of the body farm, you want to see some They bodies, probably
1: do want to see some things. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would want to know more of the history, but, yeah. you know, that's, that's why I asked you, you now. So,
0: yeah. all right, so there's all, there's all <laughs> these great anecdotes about how um, he didn't have any place to put dead bodies, so he dumped one into an old shower stall. As you do. On a Friday. Right. And, uh, yeah, he got... and the custodial staff got so furious that helped him, I think, eventually get (laughs) a place to put him on the...
1: Well, what was he doing with a random dead body anyway?
0: As soon as he came to Tennessee, the state medical examiner, Jerry DeFrancisco, sent out a letter to all of the coroners and medical examiners saying, we got a guy who can identify corpses. Okay. Well, Dr. Bassett signed up as a forensic anthropologist, really, who writes about osteology. He had signed up to identify dry bones, which is what, in Kansas... They mostly would bring him, you know, bones, and he'd have to figure out, well, this goes to this. They put the pieces together like a puzzle. But in Tennessee, uh, there were a lot more, I'll call them wet corpses or or fresher corpses being discovered, he said, because it's half the size of Kansas, but twice the population, you're more likely to get discovered uh, freshly dead than in Kansas where you might be out there for a year before someone finds you. Wow. So... Um, anyway, so these people started sending these freshly dead bodies, these medical examiners, and they just ship them over to, especially in the the closer you are, um, rather than make Dr. Bass drive to Memphis or Nashville. Sure. They would drive the body to UT, and it one shows up on a Friday, you know evening and he's like okay well we'll just uh I'll look at it but we'll dump it in the
1: Is it in a body bag or is it just like Probably, you just take this possibly. body from Memphis and put it in the back of your your car in the back of your trunk you, and Well then you-
0: generally there's a body bag yeah. I mean but you know I mean, but it's, but not always. it doesn't always work out Yeah yeah <laughs> Interesting. Might be coming in I on a stretcher. Come, you know, might be coming in on a stretcher from someplace. You know, yeah. I feel.
1: Like, I feel like as someone who's about to produce a world premiere about grave robbing and yes, you need, I need to know to all this. You need to know all this.
0: But anyway, Bonesones.com. Don't forget the S. And I guess we can leave our uh, skull here, or I can put him over here with Mo uh, for the rest of the episode. So I don't not get into it.
1: And when is the event? Thursday.
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know in Van Or Thursday the nineteenth, seven p.m. Except Van Or is is not close. I know that they're they're going to come. Uh, Susan from Bone Zones said, oh, "We'll drop, we'll pick you up."
1: Oh,
0: nice! <laughs> We're nice. going to make sure you're on time. I, I would have been. I, I not be late. I'm you not. Know, I'm not going to be late for a paid gig. No, of course not. But, but said, "No, nice we'll pick you up, you. and you'll, we'll drive you down there. You'll be there the whole time with us." Nice.
1: You're a celebrity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bone dot Don't forget the S. All right. So. Um, I think I always love it when we have concert stories because you would get this probably more than anyone else. Is Jerry... I'm gonna sip, sorry.
1: You have a concert that you went to?
0: We did. Jerry and I like to go to these... Um, the ones at the cathedral. Yeah. I think you would be a wonderful uh, addition to the cathedral concert series because sometimes the Amadeus Chamber Ensemble is mm, up there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the Tennessee Wind Symphony, the nice. Scruffy City Orchestra. Nice. Uh, the Knoxville Choral Society Chorale. The smaller group is doing the next one, I think. Nice. Anyway, there's, and then even there's just the cantors of the cathedral will put on a Christmas That's nice. special. So they have these. It's free admission usually. And... Um, Jerry and I like to go. I think I told the story of the time that I went to see Jerry sing with the Choral Society. And I met the composer, Harry Middlebrooks. Yes. Who was sitting in the seat that I wanted to sit in. But he, you know, he and I had the same personality. We were drawn to, like, the same <laughs> pew. Right. And we sit there and we have this great conversation. And it's worth looking up that episode. But... We're sitting in the... For the next one, it was Amadeus Chamber Ensemble. So it's Brian Selesky's... Um, actually, he was playing timpani. His wife, Diana, who organizes the whole thing, is going to be one of the soloists. Rochelle nice. Bard flew in nice. to be one of the soloists. And uh, Aaron Short, I yep. think. Um some great bass baritone who was I don't never seen before it was his Knoxville debut, and then Diana S- Selesky's father, who's ninety five six something like that, Howard Skinner is conducting. Oh, nice. Well, it's a good show. Yeah. Well, I we're looking for a place to sit. It's already gotten kind of busy, and Jerry and I scooch into a pew near some people we know from church. Okay. Uh, who turned out to be talkative people during the concert, and we're like, oh, this is embarrassing.
1: Right. Be but
0: <laughs> Before the concert. They're also talkative, and they want to know about various things. They're asking me about, you know, how's the Scholars Bowl? How's the uh, Dr. Bass? You know, they they, they, they know all that. that. They know all these things. That's good. And at some point, you know, y'all mentioned maybe some... In the conversation, I might mention that I'm from New York or I'm living in California. Well, this time... the words Northern Virginia somehow came up okay and the lady in front of us spins around Uh Oh, she's heard us say Northern Virginia maybe I was talking about going to George Mason or Fairfax or whatever it is she turns around and wants to know because apparently she used to live in Northern Virginia so I'm like oh that's interesting you know I lived there during the 80s and of course, she's like, "Oh no, she lives there in the sixties or seventies or something like that." Okay, well, but she's interested in all this, and we get to talking about different cities and locations, and where Megan lives, and where my wife's sisters live, where my sister live, and it becomes a you know nice little chat. The concert begins. I am sitting there, and at some point during the concert, the lady, can I borrow your phone for a second? Sure. The lady who has a phone larger than this. Okay. Uh, so it's like a jumbo phone, but it's not as big as a tablet. Okay. And she's holding it up like this, because this is what old people do when you've got the, okay?
1: Right, and you're, like, looking. yeah, Right,
0: because she's trying to adjust. She's trying
1: to adjust it. Does she have the, reading glasses on? Yeah, I guess. She's yeah. trying to get the glasses. Okay.
0: Like, I have my, for me, I don't need reading glasses, technically, uh, because I had the LASIK surgery. So, nice. I, But I, when I'm wearing my distance glasses, I've got to look down <laughs> under. Like, I, I've, you'll notice my glasses don't have bottom... Right. Rim, uh, right rims, for that reason, so I can kind of look, you know, under the glasses and, and read the thing. Nice. So, she, but she's doing it differently. She's doing it like this. <laughs> now, if if you're sitting in the row behind me or behind her, yes, and she's doing this.
1: Yep, I can see everything.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I'm not being nosy, no. except that she's holding I mean, it in such a fashion that, that I have a clear view of it over her shoulder. Right. Plus, she uses a giant font. And she has a larger phone and a giant font. And what I see she is typing is Frank Jerry met at concert, radio guy, and she's taking taking
1: notes on the conversation. She can remember you. Why? Because she probably doesn't have your wonderful memory, and she can't remember it. So <laughs> who cares?
0: I, I mean, I, so if she, she
1: runs into you again, Because does she go to your church?
0: No, she goes to the Unitarian Church, and I oh, guess that well, was I part of it, is we had a friend in common who goes to the Unitarian Church. Well, so then maybe
1: that's... she wanted to make sure she... That
0: must be it. Yeah,
1: she wanted to write it down so she would remember. She was going to tell Bob
0: Grimmick that yes, she met me.
1: And she'll go like this. Hold on, Bob. <laughs> I met, uh... Frank Murphy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, It's not like she was trying to remember that she met the guy from TV or radio. She had right. never heard of me. Right. Zero. I mean, if you know, if she was writing was it down case. like she met me for the first time.
1: Yeah, I mean, if that were the case, then you would have seen her do like one of these.
0: <laughs> you just took a selfie. I sure did. Send me that. Yeah, I will.
1: I will. <laughs> <laughs> because that's also like a sneaky way, you know, if you're like.
0: Oh, you okay. see a celebrity, you behind, see a celebrity you? behind you, like or on the something. plane or you're something. You're just like
1: pretending to like look at your phone. Oh, and
0: you flip the camera you flip the, the other the camera, way.
1: It's like selfie. And you're like, boop, boop, you know, yeah yes, that's good. See? Yeah, tips.
0: <laughs> well, so now I've seen her. Uh, her name was Ruth, by the way. Okay. So I, I thought this is hilarious. So what she said, I got something. Well, she's taking notes about meeting me. That would be a good story for the podcast. So I better write that down. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've got, but I've got my phone like down here so I don't want Jerry to see it. And I'm typing. And you see, this is the same document. I pull this document up on my phone. On your phone. Okay,
1: nice. And I'm typing.
0: Um, where is it? Um, Ru- you know, Ruth writes notes about. Here it is. Ruth writing a note about Jerry and me at a cathedral concert. I'm typing that to myself. You should have
1: typed in the second one after that. Me typing notes <laughs> about Ruth typing notes about me. <laughs>
0: So I'm no better. I'm no better than than anybody else. Yeah, I like Uh, it. I
1: I take notes on my neighbor's name sometimes. If I if I meet somebody new, you know, I just write it down. I I don't, and then I lose the paper that I wrote it down on. But But the act the act
0: of writing it down, I think, is is a great thing.
1: Yeah. You good?
0: No, I'm not.
1: Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) What happened?
0: I forgot to turn that part on.
1: Will you?
0: Well, okay. I guess today is the day we test the backup audio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good thing we put it out there.
0: Oh, I feel so dumb. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to tell more stories, but maybe we'll just wrap the episode.
1: And yeah, see how it sounds. And, yeah. yeah.
0: Dang, never. Save the I was so embarrassed about screwing up the audio on Sarah's episode. And now I screwed up the episode, the audio on this one.
1: Well, we have backup, so it's going to be perfect.
0: No, it'll be mediocre at best. All right. Well, now all I can do now is be chagrined. I was going to tell you the story about uh, other funny things that I've written down.
1: Stay tuned for more funny things coming to you soon.
0: I will be back. You'll be coming back? I'll be back. All right. Well, anyway, the next episode, uh, I better not screw that up. Next episode is supposed to be Sarah. She's threatening to bring over Halloween candy.
1: Yeah? Do you, I hear you have some uh, ghost mug that you might be incorporating. That's the plan. I'm going to make sure yeah. I have
0: my Halloween decorations, so okay, I do go. have a, a ghost mug that I can use during that show. Nice. And we'll be tasting, and we have a bowl with a hand coming out of it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um, anyway, uh, Sarah's bringing over what she says are her least favorite or the worst Halloween candies of all time. Okay. The problem is, they're my Favorite candies.
1: Which ones? Well, I kept, I'm going to have to wait and watch. I, I want to know which ones are the I worst. Know. The ones
0: that I love are the ones that she and apparently most of the world hates.
1: Really? Well, uh, well, we'll start well. with
0: candy corn. If you'd like to have some. Um,
1: I do like. Uh, but I, I do like Mexico Mexican salted uh, yeah, peanuts. Yeah, so nice. Delicious.
0: Mm-hmm. Anyway,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I go to our merch store at uh, slash store to buy a bucket hat, and I don't know. I guess I should try some case
1: things. and pint glasses and oh yeah, you know all, all the things,
0: things. and. Also, go to, um, audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friend Show to get a free 30-day premium membership and then try out all that Audible has to offer during that month and enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, and then it'll continue and every month you get an MP3 download, including during your free month. You get a credit for an MP3 that you can download and keep forever on whatever device you want. Fabulous. And when you're listening to the streaming Audible, this show is on there. So <laughs> I'll make the audio sound as best I can. <laughs> Good going. It'll be great. A fool. And uh, last time it was Sarah's fault. At least I could have blamed her. This time I can only blame myself. The, um, it was
1: never my fault. I know. No,
0: <laughs> never your fault. Audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friends Show. And do uh, subscribe on the YouTubes. So let's just hope and pray that uh, backup audio sound is okay.
1: It sounds fantastic. How do I already you know. know. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> well, I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. It's going to sound great.
0: It is the Frank and Friends (laughs) show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm gather Frank. And we'll talk to you next time. I am so stupid.